Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show, a podcast for tired parents who are searching for a bit more sleep the caring way. I'm your host, Kerry Secker, infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach, Care It Out, and your caring sleep supporter. I really hope you'll join me on my mission to get small to settle night's sleep without the tears, training, or techniques. I love talking about sleep and I can't wait to share my sleep subjects with you. My approach to getting you more sleep is simple, straightforward, but above all, it's got to make sense and feel best for you. Ready to get more sleep? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show. You are listening to your host, Chloe Secco, infant sleep consultant and founder of Care It Out. Hope you're all really well. I have got a very exciting show and guest for today. Um, I have had lots of questions about this and I can't wait to in um but let you let me introduce our guest first this um lovely lady i worked with very recently she came she approached me she was looking for sleep consultant she actually used me she worked with me on one of my one-time sleep services we'll go through the nitty in a bit her name's sammy she's come on to share her experience highs and the lows of working with sleep consultant and yeah i'm really looking forward to talking to her hi sammy how are you Hi, Kerry. I'm good, thank you. Really excited to be on the show. Um, I've been a little bit of a sleep stalker, um, <laughs> which is your work, for quite a while. Uh, I've listened to lots of podcasts and really enjoyed your content. And obviously, we've worked together. So, yeah, feels really strange, but exciting to be on the show. It is really exciting. I Well, first of all, sleep stalker. I love the word sleep stalker. But I have to be honest, it's not one of my words. One of the families I worked with, she was she coined it. She was like, yeah, I'm, I just stalk you all the time. I'm such a sleep Oh, I love it. Yeah. A lot of the words I can't think of before have come. I'm trying to think of something like sleeping and sleeping when they start off in their cot. And then then sleeping later in the night, creeping. Someone else came up with that recently. Yeah, quite a few families oh, teach me lots it. of different things. Yeah, it's amazing. And I'm also excited to have you on the show, Sammy. I we've been talking for a while on Instagram. In yeah. the, I hate this phrase, but I'm going to say it. You slid into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I really nails down a chalkboard too. Um, and the minute I got chatting, just you know it's my instinct I just knew and I'd actually been looking for ages for a family or somebody that was willing brave enough um to come on and and talk to me on the podcast because I think it's going to be so helpful we were just chatting before about how some families it's a big decision isn't it Mm. reaching out yeah I think yeah I think it is it's it's yeah it's it's obviously it's it's a big commitment and it's a big decision to think actually we do want some support with our little one's sleep. <coughs> we, we do want to change things. We do want something to be different. And yeah, I loved I loved your content so much. I just knew that actually, if we did want to make some changes, and we did want someone to sort of talk us through that and and help us with that, that you yeah, there was nowhere else I was going to go. You were you were the person. I thought, yep, yeah, absolutely. This is this is a person that um I want to work with if I'm going to work with anyone at all and yeah when we decided that we were going to um it was just a case of Kerry help (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so hard like I it's taken me a good 38 years to learn to ask for help yeah everything by myself but it's like a muscle once you end up asking for help you don't stop now I'm just like give me all the help I want all the admins, all the assist. I want all the help because I need it. Um, absolutely, absolutely. There's there's no kind of secret prize or, or secret medal um, that you're going to get in any walk of life because you've kind of done something without without any help in that sense. That yeah, yeah. It's, it's great to kind of be independent with things, of course. But actually, there is so much help out there for so many different reasons. And if you need help with something, and there's a place to go, a person to go to, of course, ask for the help. You know, there's you know, if it's going to help make your life a bit easier or improve things for you, that can only be a positive. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's why I decided to to go for it, and I'm so yeah. glad I did. <laughs> Amazing. I'm glad you said that at the start of the podcast. I'm glad there's going to be no nasty surprises. And I don't know how it feels for parents reaching out for sleep support, but from um, a business perspective, it took me. I kept saying to myself, "Don't business coach, business coach. I've got it. I can 
all by myself and I clearly wasn't coping I was like not I sh- you shouldn't tell sleep by parents you're tired it wasn't that I was tired I just found it all very overwhelming I had no structure I knew that I had so much that I wanted to share and I wanted to help people best way thought I could do it all by myself mm. but when I reached out to the business um coach um it was a it, that felt massive to me and it's very similar thing it helped massively I'm so glad I did it but I've got two now yeah that's so good it's helpful it's it's better actually things things are more manageable or less overwhelming because you've got because you've got that support yeah, definitely. But I totally don't know how it feels like for you or somebody listening to reach out for support because parenting is so personal. Yeah. I know that whole reaching out for support, it's really hard. And that yeah. whole, I, I want to do it all by myself. I've got this. I can do it. Is That's what I'm that's, that's it. It's it's really hard, I think, it's, yeah, with, with parenting especially because you're like, okay, well, I'm a parent now. Um, you know, I should be able to know exactly what to do. I should be able to know exactly what my baby wants whenever they want anything. I should be able to handle all of this because it's my job now, right? And I should just yeah. naturally be able to do all of it all by myself. And it is especially sleep. My goodness, I bet every parent who is listening to this right now has has a hundred percent heard probably more than once probably more than 10 times oh how's how's he sleeping how's she sleeping how how's the sleep are they sleeping through the night yet and it's just like why is everyone so obsessed with how my baby is sleeping are they in your house is it, yeah. is it your, your baby it's, it's it's mad but we are obsessed with how babies sleep and it tends to be that 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 kind of question of, of oh how's your baby sleeping what's what's the sleep like if if the sleep isn't great or it's not where you want it to be and yeah you are absolutely exhausted and know your baby's not sleeping through the night it can be you can then feel almost like ashamed like to answer truthfully I've I've certainly before gone oh yeah 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 it's great the sleep's great she, she sleeps amazingly knowing full well that she does not um, and because it's almost you almost feel yeah almost like like ashamed like what well, I I can't make my baby sleep through the night solidly for 15 hours therefore I'm a bad parent or I'm doing everything wrong or and yeah. it's, just so, it's just so not the case which is why it's so helpful I think to know a bit more about biologically and developmentally what are babies actually capable of when it comes to sleep and what actually is normal because there's a you know I say normal in speech marks although obviously you can't see yeah. it <laughs> normal is such, I know what you mean it's, it's such a huge range there's such a huge range of normal um and actually yeah if your baby is sleeping through the night 15 hours great that's that is great for you but that's not necessarily the case for every baby and that's not that's not abnormal but having said that if you do want to make changes um there are definitely ways to do it and gentle ways to do it um which yeah is for you. yeah definitely well I am actually obsessed with how your babies and all your sleep, sleep which <laughs> is a good, good way in a positive way <laughs> but yeah there's so much shame around sleep and we end up not talking about it and then I think that's a real shame not to talk about it because then we just carry that around and a really big part every in fact it will always come down to this this is the reason why I set up Care It Out years ago and it is to take away just to help reassure parents actually that you're not doing anything wrong and this comes up a lot we were talking about it before again that parenting is so personal it's hard not to take it personally it's hard when you're in it somebody from the outside and when you hear it for the first time it just makes so much it makes so much sense yeah you're in control you cannot convince force or cajole your baby to sleep it's a biological process that will happen when they're ready and everything's in in alignment actually parents have yes moving forward with sleep it is all about the parents rather the babies as you found by working together and I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute how your baby sleeps it's actually nothing to do parents it we take that on is as a what's it called like a a mark or of how like a a badge or a a barometer of what we're doing yeah yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's your de- your direct responsibility, and it's a direct influence of of what what you're what you're doing or what you've done. And yeah, it can feel really disheartening. And and yeah, absolutely feel like you're you're doing things wrong. So even just to have someone say to you, "Look, you you can't do it wrong. You're not doing anything wrong," is so so reassuring. Yeah, measure of your parenting. That was what I was trying to say. Very very. Oh, much. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Absolutely, absolutely. Like being scored on a test. Okay, well, how's your yeah. baby talking? And that directly correlates to how good a parent you are. And it's like, yeah. what? No. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? But yeah, I um, put out on Instagram if anybody had any questions for you. And I think it was the busiest. Like, I do this quite a lot. If I'm doing a show about naps or something, I'll go send in these questions. And yeah. I get quite a few. This, honestly, loads of people were sliding into my DM. It was crazy. <laughs> Please to know I haven't got 300 odd questions for you. I've managed to nail them down to about 10. (laughs) Good, good. That sounds, yeah, that sounds manageable. We can do that. But before we start, I bet people would, or families listening to this, would really like to just have a um, an overview of your. You don't have to go into too much personal detail. You don't have to just name um but if we had like a brief if you could describe how your sleep situation your, how your sleep situation was before working together I think that would be really handy yeah sure absolutely so um I have a little girl um and she was probably about seven months um just or just just shy of seven months when um I decided to get in touch with Kerry um and beautiful and amazing and cheeky and funny and clever as she is um sleep was not our best friend (laughs) so (laughs) at the time we uh we sort of gotten into a routine of um rocking her to sleep that's kind of that's that's what we were doing for all sleep times um except if she fell asleep in the buggy on a walk or something like that it was rocking to sleep for naps and um, rocking to sleep for bedtime and for a while this was fine um just like Kerry says if it works for you works for your small you don't need to change anything and and it did work for quite for quite a while um it wasn't it was it was okay she was sleeping okay and then I'm sure anyone who has a, a little one that's around four months or maybe slightly older than that, if I say the words four months regression, um, the terror may hit you immediately because four months regression was quite a tricky one for us. It's not for everybody. So if you haven't got there yet, please don't panic. It, it isn't for everybody. I know friends where I think uh, their baby sleeps changed for like three days and that was their regression um so it's different for everyone but definitely for us it just got harder and harder to keep my little girl asleep um so she would be rocked to sleep at bedtime and she would often wake up probably an hour later or two hours later we'd have to re-rock her to sleep a good few times before we came up up to bed and then throughout the night she used to sort of have a, a feed if she woke and then go back to sleep very sort of quickly and easily whereas what had changed is that actually she would wake up in the night and a feed wouldn't wouldn't be enough anymore we would have to re-rock her so there were times where it was sort of three o'clock in the morning and we would be rocking and re-rocking until about 4am I remember once I think it was like an hour and a half hour and a half I think was our total time of of rocking because she just she needed it to, to stay asleep um and so yeah we I had several nights where she would wake up hourly um so I was absolutely exhausted when she would wake up every hour um and I think probably at her best at that point it was a few wake-ups before we came to bed and then every hour and a half ish she would wake up and and need the rocking to go back to sleep and sometimes need the rocking to stay asleep uh which is why those those wonderful parties happened overnight um so yeah that's that's sort of where where we were at 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 the time um and her naps were also um fairly short um and we were we were kind of rocking at the naps and yeah I think at the time she wasn't sleeping that well overnight because she was needing the rocking so much that was influencing the naps and yeah we sort of it sort of just got really overwhelming in the end and I just thought yeah I I I need some support with this really because I I had an inkling and it turned out to be the 
the right thing to do for us that that we needed to stop rocking uh, if you know she was waking up and needing the rocking again and again and I just thought I think she's waking up because she needs the rocking to get back to sleep and to stay asleep so we I think we need to change the rocking um which is of course what what you suggested um and is what we did um but that was that was the main thing for us really it was it was needing to change to change the rocking so for us it was it was changing the bedtime boundary that we we needed help with yeah cool thank you that was really useful so a sleep summary were short naps um naps a little bit um inconsistent during the day yeah her time was fine when we started like she would go down okay I hear that a lot yeah yeah but overnight frequent wake-ups needing to rock frequently and yeah. then up for a long pair of party <laughs> needing to rock yeah and I just want to point out actually that's a really good point you raised there Sammy about the you instinctively knew what you needed to do before mm-hmm. working together I most parents already have a I can't, they already kind of, so I believe parents, as you know, are the expert and yeah. their, their smalls and their sleep situation. And they already have an, like a real strong instinct of where we're going to be working on. Most have that. And I'm the same with my business coach. I've actually got a situation mine tonight. I know exactly what I want to do, what I want to achieve. But then she'll step it down. She just makes me calm down is one thing. <laughs> but also then calm down and step it out for me, which I think is really handy. So yeah, most yeah. parents already kind of know what the issue is or where they need to work on which yeah. helps to move forward from that. Yeah. And then this is the bit I love. Where not that I've ever done it for the podcast, but where are you at now with sleep? Oh, so um my little girl now by um all by herself <laughs> goes to sleep at bedtime um without us in the room. Uh, which is amazing we do our bedtime routine um, and we pop her down and uh, yeah we walk out the room we keep an eye on her on the baby monitor Um, sometimes it takes I've had some this week where it's taken 10 minutes Um, and sometimes it's just babbling to herself making little noises um, and she falls asleep. Other times she might sort of have a little bit of a whinge, a little bit of a cry, but you know, as as I'm sure people uh, know um, who are listening to this, that on Kerry's approach, it's very much about responding to every cry. So we just go in and we give her a little bit of reassurance, give her what she needs, uh, pick her up if we need to briefly. Um, but usually we don't, we don't usually need to pick her back up. It's usually just enough to walk in, show her that we're there, tell her we love her, give her a little stroke or a pat and walk out the room again and yeah she goes to sleep all by herself (laughs) and the nights are much much better much much better she normally now doesn't wake up until around I'd say well it varies but it's normally sort of somewhere between midnight and 3am we've we've had a couple times where she's slept from seven-ish until 3am um and then occasionally she's woken up maybe like midnight 1am but she's waking up for you know two feeds uh roughly a night um and there is no more rocking for an hour it's a quick feed back to sleep um in fact she she is is she almost kind of tells me that she's done with the feed and sort of starts arching herself towards the cot like I'm done now keep it me back in in my sleep space so I can go yeah um which is amazing so yeah no more no more standoffs like that um and going to sleep by herself and naps are much better much better and they're getting longer uh, much longer and more consistent so yeah we're in a much better much better place now Gerald, that's all I ever want for families is that you're in a much better place than what you were before working together. And yeah, yeah that's honestly super sleep tries. You can't see me, but I'm desk dancing, which is <laughs> every well, thank time. You. you deserve a desk dance. Yeah, always <laughs> do a desk dance. So, yeah, I've just got a few. I think people like to really know, like they like to see a little bit of themselves in a situation or a scenario so that was really helpful to go through that and now I think I'll just whip on and go through the questions if that's okay yeah yeah far away okay this was the most popular question this is why I'm doing it first yeah what um what made you decide to bite the bullet and invest in a sleep consultant 
Yeah, I mean, like like I've said a little bit before, there's that there's that shame feeling, isn't there? That actually, if I'm going to ask for help with with sleep, I'm sort of I'm sort of admitting that no, my baby isn't sleeping perfectly, and I and I'm admitting that um, I need some support with it. And I think for me, it, it sort of just got to the point where I thought actually. I think things could be better and I think things could be improved and I think for us or for me I really felt strongly that it was probably going to be the rocking that needed to change and that's quite a it's a big thing trying to change the way that your baby goes to sleep after so many months you know the, it's what they're used to I just thought I, I could muddle through this by myself and and um I mean Carrie does have amazing resources loads and loads and loads of helpful resources but I just thought actually for me personally and for for us as a couple we just really wanted to tackle it step by step and we really wanted to feel supported and feel like we were doing the right thing and, and feel sort of although I say that but you know you can't you can't there's no wrong way to do it but for us I think we just wanted that reassurance that um the that we could do it and and have someone like I think you described it at the time sort of you know like a coach um you know uh it's like if you go to the gym you could research what exercises to do and you could research um what machines to use if you're trying to get fitter or or anything like that but actually having a personal trainer um might boost your confidence a little bit more or like you say with a business you might know what you're doing with your business or what you want to achieve but having a business coach might actually give you that encouragement and reassurance to to really kind of yeah properly smash it and and do exactly what you want to do so I think for us it just got to the point where I was I was so tired <laughs> I was so tired and it was it was starting to impact my sort of enjoyment of of my little girl you know I was exhausted I didn't feel like I could be 100% the, the mum that I wanted to be because I just felt so tired um and I just I knew that things could be better I knew she wasn't at her biological best and yeah I think we talked it over and we thought actually things could be better we really think that we could change things we, we do feel like um actually if her sleep was better I would probably feel happier we would probably feel happier um you know the daytimes would be a bit easier if, if the night times were a bit easier and in the end we thought yeah let's let's do it you know what's what's the point in us muddling through or, or carrying on and, and not quite being sure what we're doing when we know that there is help out there um and someone who really does know what they're doing <laughs> aka you um so yeah we just thought actually this feels right for us and it feels it feels like something we we want to do yeah amazing I think most families have to get to that point mm. well, well I'd probably say because I always ask when we're talking with you know and because I do want to speak that's like we will discuss this but I always ask and most families are at that point where they've tried everything they've read all and not just my stuff all the books all the content all the blogs all the podcasts they've exhausted everything they are still exhausted and they just get to that point that something needs to change I think the majority of families need to get to that point that's it that's exactly exactly where we were at it was very much I felt like I had reached my limit I I felt like if I'd had if I had to do another like hour stint of trying to re-rock her overnight I just thought you know what I I, I really had honestly hit that point of I can't do this anymore. It's 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 just not sustainable. I'm not getting enough sleep. I don't feel like she's getting enough sleep. We're both kind of getting exhausted and irritable. And we had tried to work through it on our yeah on our own and, and with lots of resources for I say probably like well it all kind of got much worse around lockdown I would say which is perfect timing. So it was probably a couple of months of of kind of trying to manage her sleep by ourselves and and yeah I I reread all the posts that I possibly could I I listened to some podcasts three four times <laughs> tried every yeah. every little tip trick every little thing that I could I could possibly do to make changes by ourselves and yeah it was just not happening so I just thought you know what we've yeah we have exhausted everything I feel like this is the only option we're left with it it did kind of feel like actually we either either I just accept that this is how things are um and go on feeling you know pretty down and exhausted or actually we we sort of try and try and make changes and make things a bit more positive so um yeah we really did get to the point where I was like 
yeah, enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's a really natural point to get to. The other question is, I'm reading these, I've put them all out. How did you know that Kerry was asleep for you? You just put lots of salt, and you can only be completely honest, I, I definitely do my research um, before booking into me, but how did you know that Kerry, that seems really weird, how did you know that Kerry was asleep for you or me? Um, I mean, I feel like the very short answer is I just knew, <laughs> but I won't, I won't <laughs> that's also a bit of a cop out, so I will explain. Um, I think like we said before, parenting is really personal. I think it's probably the most personal journey you're ever going to go on. And what's right for one mum or dad or family or baby isn't necessarily going to be right for another mum, dad, baby, family. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I knew I wanted to make changes and so did my husband. And um I think we were really on the same um team and on the same sort of shared the ethos that if we were going to make changes we wanted to do it gently um and I think your approach is the only approach that I've come across that I really felt was gentle and was genuinely gentle and um I knew that it would be about gradual changes over time um and I was absolutely exhausted but I just knew that I didn't want any of the sort of quick fixes that um or supposed quick fixes that you might be yeah. or hear about um and again um there's it's very personal there's kind of no judgment from me to any other kind of mum or family in terms of how they want to um approach sleep changes um but obviously the the kind of the big one that you hear about a lot is is in some way shape or form and there's lots of different ways of doing it but the big one you hear about a lot is leaving your baby to cry and that is absolutely a, a family's decision and a parent's decision um how they want to approach making sleep changes but I just knew um, personally and my husband knew personally that that just wasn't the right thing for us and our family and that we didn't want to we didn't want to um, leave our, our little one to cry in, in any way. We wanted to make um, changes where we responded to um, all of her cries. So, yeah, there was nowhere else. There's nowhere else to go. There was nowhere <laughs> else was, uh, as gentle and as and as um, gradual and just absolutely fit with our beliefs and our and and our our view of how we wanted to change things so yeah I think care it out is really unique in that sense that it is it's I tell everyone oh obviously I do now especially but I tell everyone that's an expectant parent or or ones or have little ones already that yeah if you if you want support with sleep and you want to do it genuinely gently um care it out is it's the place to go it's it's absolutely oh, it really is I yeah I can't sing your praises enough and it is it is exactly what it what the approach claims to be as well it is I mean I've said it twice or three times already but I'm gonna say it again because I feel like there are lots of approaches that are almost dressed up to be gentle but when you really look into it it's it's, it's not gentle it doesn't feel gentle so I yeah I feel like your approach is genuinely gentle and um successful as well you know look at the changes that we've made these amazing changes and yeah we've we've never left our little one to cry for for periods of time and again that may work for for other people's families or that may work for some families and some babies and that's absolutely fine you know that is what works for you but for us personally we just didn't want to go down that road and um yeah amazing to see the changes that we've made and we, we didn't have to which is great yeah it's amazing and I think I forgot what I was going to say there which is very much unlike me yeah I think that I again I'm very honest I really am really really honest well I like to think I'm very honest I believe I am very honest and I know my approach isn't for everybody and it's not everyone's cup of tea and I'm absolutely okay with that but mm -hmm. I do believe that it is genuinely gentle I wouldn't ask parents to do something that I didn't feel comfortable with or yeah. I, I couldn't do I think it's really important one of the questions they did and again this is a very popular question is be honest were there any tears from your baby or from you ah uh, so yeah that's a really good question um I think you've done an Instagram post on tears, which is really great because, yeah, I think it would be really misleading to say, oh, my gosh, my little one didn't, didn't cry at all. Not not at all, because obviously, like you say, crying is the way that they communicate with you. It's it's your baby's, you know, pre pre talking. It's, it's their verbal way of saying to you. 
um, you know, a million and one things. I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm hot, I'm cold, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And when you're making sleep changes, I think there's likely to be some tears at some point because they're they're saying, hold hold on a minute, what's what's this? You were rocking me to sleep last night and, and tonight you're doing something different. This this isn't how it normally happens. Yeah. Like they, they know there's a change. Um and yeah, I think I think there there's there can be that expectation that um if it's gentle there's going to be no no tears whatsoever but actually it's it's your baby's way of communicating and i think um i think there yeah there definitely were some some tears from my little one but not um not kind of the the, the kind of tears that are sort of heart-wrenching to hear you know you always in this in this approach you always step in before it kind of gets to you know as you say like using losing your sleep shears Um, that really overwhelming awful awful sobbing kind of sound I think we maybe maybe had that maybe maybe had like something similar like that so quite a lot of crying maybe once maybe twice in in the whole process but the, the real difference is when that was going on you know she was she was spoken to she was sung to she was held she was patted she was she was cuddled until she calmed down and and everything was okay and I so really kind of lots of tears I think maybe happened once maybe twice but generally over the whole experience little bits of tears little bits of whinges um but always always responded to which is which is the big difference um, in, yeah. in other approaches, I think, is that, yeah, she's always responded to. But over, overall, the, the kind of ma- huge majority of the time, um, not not that many tears at all, um, to be completely honest. Um, it was it, some nights really blew me away at the, at the, at the lack of tears. Um, so, yeah, overall, there were some, but always, always managed and never to the point of kind of like really, really lost lost her sleep shears and, and and inconsolable and couldn't be calmed down at all um I think when we had uh anything that sort of was like a like a big cry like I said maybe once one or two nights um I maybe came close to tears <laughs> those one or two nights um but again whilst sitting next to her or or and being there and responding and touching and cuddling and um yeah like I said I think we only had one or two nights where there was there were lots of tears um and and that might be for other reasons as well you know maybe it could have been I think one of them she hadn't napped very well that day either so that there she was overtired when we were trying to make these changes and um yeah she was just basically just shouting at me that she was tired and wanted to go to sleep <laughs> so please yeah. rock me and it was and again there's another thing you say that making sleep changes isn't 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 selfish um because actually you I knew we needed to make these changes and I knew that when there were tears she was just saying I'm confused why aren't you rocking me and why isn't it the same as last night why is it different again this night but actually the changes are so little and so gradual and any time there's any tears she's she was responded to those tears were always responded to and she always settled really quickly yeah um, yeah so that's that's the thing is that I think to expect there to be no tears whatsoever is maybe not realistic but actually what is realistic is knowing that whenever whenever there are tears um it doesn't matter if they're little tears or like a little whinge or you know really kind of building up to a more a more bigger cry that actually she's she always knows that she's being responded to and that we're going to come if she needs us and I honestly think that that is why now bedtime is so much easier and she just you know gets herself comfy has a little whinge and a babble and um off she goes to sleep <laughs> because yeah. she knows if she needs us she can ask for us and we will be there I think that is at the crux of care I think no tears completely is really unrealistic too and also from a like safety calling out perspective that's the whole point of carry out is that if they need support they trust and they feel safe and can trust that by calling out you come Absolutely. i have done a post on this i think what i'll do is i'll put the post link in the show notes afterwards if you're interested but what i would say about tears and again every baby every small is completely different some will go through the whole process with literally not a murmur like they just don't cry at all or it's yeah. very i hate the word very low level crying yeah but at any point that baby isn't we are always going to give them what they want and need at that point then babies are never left to cry on their own and just to clarify isn't a shush pat like my whole lots of people 
you just do pick up, put down, or it's shush pat. Mm-hmm. Nothing against those methods, but I want to be very clear that I'm to pair it out. And Pat all the way to sleep at every single stage. She cry or they cry. We go straight to them, give them what they want, get them calm again, try again. I think that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. I hate that word wind as well. <laughs> trying to find a better, right. a better word. I don't, I don't know murmur, why. Murmur is a better word. Um, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. It's it's absolutely giving them what they need at whatever stage they're at and um yeah that's that's what kind of manages any tears in a really 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 good way yeah and I think being honest about it like that it is like I always say that care it out isn't necessarily always a piece of cake um, sure, yeah. making changes even the caring way can be hard yeah but I think on the whole I would it didn't feel uncomfortable to you and it instinctively felt like it was the best thing to do yeah absolutely I, I I was never at a point that I felt okay this is making me uncomfortable now because whenever you almost kind of get a step before that point and you're thinking oh okay that's that's a big cry that she's she's just started then she's instantly responded to so you almost don't have you don't have time to get to the point of feeling really uncomfortable because what feels instinctively or what felt instinctively right for me and what felt like the right thing to do was, was to respond to that cry pick her up um you know give her what she needed and so you I never got to that point of feeling uncomfortable because uh, yeah you, you just, I just didn't get there because I was doing what I felt was um was right which is exactly what um the yeah your approach is is about yeah really I think so that's I'm really passionate about that yeah another biggie question was how long did it take you to see improvements I would say um a few weeks um yeah maybe sort of like three between sort of three to four weeks I'd say by by after the third week we were out of the room I think and then it just sort of took a few more nights a few more days for things to kind of really click and and kind of feel really really smooth um so yeah probably somewhere around the sort of three-ish week mark I'd say yeah and I think that looks different again I a it's not me doing it um, so it's easier um but I try and let encourage parents to let go of that time what I would say is my whole my approach isn't that slow that it's months and months and months <laughs> no no definitely it's not, not like that we're definitely making changes but every family will make these strides um at different times and at different places like that it just looks all completely different and I always accept families babies you where you're at in the process yeah. some families this comes up a lot some families will make very very like they hardly use their aftercare it's crazy first couple of days it's done that is that happens but it's quite rare the majority of families by the end of two weeks of working together are where they would want to be or if they're not quite where they want to be they feel that it's just a matter of time yeah definitely yeah I think I think after after two weeks for us we were definitely at the point where we were like okay we're, we're so nearly there we've got all the yeah. tools we know exactly what we're doing just a yeah. couple of steps yeah definitely yeah. and then some babies do take a little bit longer between three to six weeks but it doesn't just because again it's we put so much emphasis on how long it's going to take like that quick fix Amazon Prime patient there's nothing wrong with taking slow and steady and getting there and sometimes people get there which is the main thing yeah absolutely especially when we're changing something like changing a bedtime boundary yeah. your baby goes to sit. it's a whopper it's such a big thing for them yeah it's such a big thing for them so um yeah it's natural that it, it might take a few weeks for that to really kind of settle yeah. um yeah and that trade-off as well like most parents that do decide to work together and they they choose me as their sleep supporter like they want to man they want to minimize the tears and manage those and the yeah off of reducing the tears so that it can take a little bit more time yeah that's it but it goes quick right it does oh my gosh yeah it really goes quick and I'd say the really nice thing about it is that you have a there's you you know what your plan is so you know whatever you're changing you've you've got your sleep plan there you know exactly what 
what you're trying to achieve and it's even that is is you know I said after our first phone call I felt so relieved and positive and excited to make changes because I thought right there's a plan there's a plan and there's steps so you can feel like you're something's changing already because you've already put in the 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 steps in place to make a change and that's that's really powerful kind of feeling like yeah you're on the way to making changes so yeah it, it it flies by it really does yeah, I'm always surprised at how quickly it goes. One, I, I'm a girl that loves a plan. I write out my day, what Me I want to do in that day. And if it is not on that list, it is not happening. Um, <laughs> and also, I really like clarity, like knowing where you would like to get to. I think it's that's a, that's just, I think it's a really important part of coaching people, yeah. whatever you're coaching. Yeah. Was there a part, was there any time at all where you didn't think it was going to work? Um... I I think maybe maybe a little bit sort of right at the the start like I felt super positive after having our plan but I still felt like how is she going to go from being rocked all the way to sleep to falling asleep by herself without us in the room in her cot like how is that going to happen I I have no idea um so I think I was even though I was I sort of totally bought into the whole approach and um yeah had been a bit of a sleep stalker I was still like is this actually going to change how is how is it going to how is it going to change it just sounds so such a like a mammoth task it sounds so so big a change like how is it possibly going to happen in, in the space of a few weeks um and then I think within within a, a couple of days you know she managed the first change that we put in really well and I was like oh my goodness she she can manage change we've already changed something in the first couple of days and, and it's already different um yeah. and then I think by that point I was like well if she can do this step what's going to stop her doing the next step what's going to stop her doing the step after that and yeah that it built momentum really quickly which again goes back to what I said about feeling really positive about having that plan because you feel like yeah okay mm. we've got a plan we've got steps um it really helps kind of feel like you can do it yeah definitely and she did respond positive everything we put in and we made some really big changes yes <laughs> but every step she responded really positive like, I remember at points you were actually one step ahead of me yeah <laughs> I was like hang on we've missed a chat how did I not know this like she, I can remember it was when it wasn't that long ago but um yeah but she did she did really well she really she I think she really adapted to the changes she did bless her I was gonna say something then and I thought you said oh it will come back to it. oh yes it's completely normal like I think when parents have had their initial consultation with me like there is there's all of those feelings come up so it's natural to feel a little bit apprehensive a little bit yeah. nervous it's yeah. also natural to feel a bit excited and I think it's really healthy like if somebody went in to the to any process going yep yeah, this is going to work there's going to be no problems whatsoever I think it can be a little bit unrealistic I'm quite a positive person but I think you have to be realistic in that so I think it's quite healthy to go into it with a oh is it could it work is it gonna work and most families start off feeling a little bit overwhelmed and just like like, I'll be honest with you it blows my mind like and you're I promise you're not the only one but it still blows my mind when I sign off a family like how on earth did we go yeah it is amazing and that's the thing it's it's really 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 possible when you know when you've spent hours and hours googling and (laughs) which is the worst thing in the world to do and reading and looking and trying and things are still still not where you want them to be it it can feel really disheartening and can feel as though things are never going to change but yeah they can and they and they can really really positively it's amazing crazy and what was the most challenging part for you oh that's a that's a big one isn't it yeah what was the most challenging most challenging part um I don't I guess maybe maybe again maybe again sort of starting off like I think those and I think because it was the start of a big change as well I think she almost responded better and better as we sort of as we went on and although she did respond really well to that first initial initial change it felt like because obviously that's the first step we took like okay tonight you're not going to rock all the way to sleep you're going to do this instead and it was like 
how is she possibly going to do that last little bit of falling asleep without me rocking her that how that's how she goes to sleep and already you're making such a big change and I think um I think that that felt quite challenging because it was it, and, and they were probably the longest nights I think the first maybe the first one or two um where it did take quite a long time for her to fall asleep eventually because we were making such a big change obviously it's natural for them to take much longer to fall asleep if you're doing something different so yeah I say maybe going through that first night or two where it was taking a, a really long time for her to fall asleep and thinking I've got to keep going I've got to keep going until she falls asleep um you know she and and, and then her doing it and being like oh my gosh, wow, she actually did it. <laughs> and then it almost got easier from then because I knew that she could make that change. I knew that she could fall asleep without me rocking her all the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the best part for me. That is the best. I mean, there are so many different things that I love about working with lots of families. But for me, the highlight is just seeing that confidence grow throughout the process. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. And just sit watching you um, or watching families get so much more confident trusting their instincts yeah so much more confidence in themselves as a parent so much confidence in their baby and I can even tell by the end of it like how parents start off talking to me the language they use how they talk when we talk at the end yeah honestly the transformation is amazing for me that is that is the buzz is watching that 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 I call it the confidence curve like it just goes up and up that's so true yeah it is yeah, amazing true, and just yeah. seeing you flourish and have that confidence because confidence is pretty much 99% of everything I think yeah absolutely if you feel confident about something you, yeah definitely you're, you're almost there yeah this is a great question and this get I get asked this all the time how rigidly did you stick to the advice Kerry gave you on honestly <laughs> like a hundred percent honestly because I think for like I said nearer the start I think for me the approach and what I wanted to do and what I felt comfortable with they aligned so strongly that actually what what my gut was telling me to do was was always what Gary was sort of suggesting to do anyway if that makes sense that actually um yeah we we really did stick to it and I think it was it was so important because actually especially with changing a bedtime boundary if you know one of the things that we we always said or Carrie always said is you know just stick to the steps and and actually sticking to the steps in terms of in terms of like responding um responding to her every cry and responding to sort of every every time she needed me um I had that in my mind like she can do it just just stick to the steps just stick to the steps so I'm laughing Sammy because Honestly, this is all I say all day in the office. Just stick to the steps. Just stick to the steps. It's really funny that you think on it. Yeah, it, it does because actually you feel like again for me it came down to know I know what the steps are, I know what the plan is. So if I stick to it, it's gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> and and it did, but also the really lovely thing that um you know Kerry often says and and um I've seen you say it in lots of different places and ways is that actually um you know your gut always uh, a parent's gut always kind of trumps the advice given um you know and if you really feel like you need to do something different or your gut is telling you um to to do this or to slightly change that then obviously every every parent and every baby is is different but just speaking from my experience of it I, I felt like yeah we we did really stick to it because again I felt like my gut was 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 what what I needed to do was was what you were saying for me to do so yeah. that's that it aligned really well yeah I think that's important and I think sticking to the stick to the steps I'm every time I say that I'm going to be laughing but yeah sticking to the steps like it's really important and I I think I can fit in the plan somewhere like your instincts are always whatever I say and you're yeah. always in charge so if something isn't feeling right you always stop and there's always re- like wiggle room as as well with the steps but I think yeah. that consistency the step is quite important yeah and coming back to the, the taking a long time to get it down at bedtime I think that's quite a common thing because again Amazon Prime patients if we try something yeah. it hasn't worked immediately we're like, oh, it's not work. Let's try something else. And I do setting up. I've got new uh, a new team meeting on. Like, um, for some reason, office has stopped doing Skype. But I had to get um, 
download teams I had to figure out a new way of doing it and when I was doing it I had to get my husband to figure it out and I was getting so impatient I thought, just leave it this just leave it then it's fine it's not going to work is it I will just have to do it I don't know how I'm going to record across a laptop I don't know how to do it another way and he was like oh my gosh what do you say to your families and he knows by the way he doesn't earwig in consultations he just knows because he hears me say it like all the time with him he was like, just Amazon Prime patience Carrie and I was like oh my god what have I created <laughs> come back it's to so true. if it's not happening straight away I that frustration of well I'm going to try something else then yeah. a massive key with getting your sport a more satisfied sleep is giving it that is working through that time absolutely it's so hard to do that that's it yeah just I think yeah having that patience or trusting the process um giving them the the time the time to to try and do it and yeah it, it absolutely pays off makes a big difference how do you emotionally cope with any of the changes yeah I think there was a big if there was a little bit of a kind of a feeling about oh my gosh she's we're gonna have her sleeping by herself falling asleep in in her own room and actually um we knew that it was the rocking that needed to change and and yeah nights are so much better since we did change the rocking so we know it was absolutely the right thing to do but um I still remember my husband sort of saying oh but I quite like rocking her to sleep (laughs) and thinking oh I'm not gonna be able to rock her to sleep anymore (laughs) and yeah so I think that was there was there was an emotional um factor to it of course of thinking she's gonna fall asleep without us in the room but she's so tiny and she's in that big room all by herself and actually it was amazing doing it slowly and gradually and giving her the time to do it and see her get more and more confident and us get more and more confident and actually she's perfectly capable of it now and um yeah that's it's been really really lovely to watch watch her become a little bit more independent with her with her sleep but there was yeah there's an emotional aspect to that of course of being like oh my baby parenting <laughs> is so personal and I call it like sometimes I call it the parenting magnet it's that me like night sleep yeah I miss cuddling them I miss them they're asleep now I need to go in and give them a kiss and wake them up yeah like, that, that, that odds of emotion that you're gonna like feel. please take sleep please sleep please sleep well please sleep through our evenings so that we can have an evening together hold on a minute I'll just have a look at the videos and photos I took of you today yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah I yeah I, I think that's really normal to do that and I think also especially like again it is it's not completely tear free but it's not like you're sitting there while she's crying her heart out going to bed like as soon as they start crying on my approach we're in and we're doing something nine times out of ten it stopped straight away so yeah there are tears but it's not a like it's not a continuous process if that makes sense no exactly like I said before you you there's no there wasn't any space for me to feel uncomfortable uh, in in the process because actually I I I got to her before it before it got to that um so yeah absolutely Uh, and then the final question I knew we were going to talk loads something I knew it um love it um again this was a very popular one they were like come on spill what is Kerry really like to work with and you can be as honest as you like Sammy Uh, well yeah I mean the fact that we've done a sleep service together and here I am on the podcast it obviously shows you that she's horrible isn't she she's yeah nightmare um no she's so wonderful she's so wonderful and I think it's it's such a credit to um to Kerry to you to to what you've you've kind of accomplished with Kerry out that actually having been a sleep stalker and seen all of your content and on Instagram and watched loads of videos um for several months um it's so nice to kind of see that actually you are just like you come across in all of of that content you know you are so lovely so supportive it was like having a a sleep cheerleader (laughs) to sort of yeah give us lots of reassurance lots of kind of um lots of positive um positive comments and support and 
yeah it was it was so so lovely i feel like we sort of metaphorically had our hands held through something that we were both excited about but also a little bit nervous about and something as big as changing the way you know your baby goes to sleep or something as as big as just admitting that actually yeah, you know what we do need a little bit of support with how our baby mm. sleeps um so nice to have somebody who gives you all that reassurance and tells you everything that you need to hear because they so genuinely believe that it's true you know like you're not doing anything wrong you haven't done anything wrong um you're not a bad parent because your child isn't sleeping 15 hours at night or, or whatever it's yeah it was really refreshing to feel like actually someone is exactly how they come across and the approach was exactly what it claims to be um yeah it's it's been so lovely <laughs> oh thank you people often sort of like even people that I just chat with like if I have an initial chat like they're like oh you're like you are on Instagram I'm like <laughs> is that a thing is it what are you trying to say there but I think just I think I actually think it's a positive thing because oh, honestly God, what with me is what you see is what you get and I'm again I'm always very honest I am a very positive person yeah care it out I don't always care all the time because it's impossible nobody can be positive I'm, I'm not perfect I have yeah. days in the, I love my job so much I wouldn't want to be doing anything else if I won the lottery I would still be doing this to some degree I would just be doing it in a much nicer location yeah, yeah, um, exactly but yeah I will always be I always try to be very very honest yeah and yeah you definitely you definitely are like honest and realistic and um, but at the same time, really positive. And yeah, it's absolutely a compliment that you you come across how you how you are um, on. on I'll say, oh, you sound just like you sound on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, what does that mean? It's because yeah, you know, it's yeah, you do come across as so kind of reassuring and positive, but realistic. And that's definitely what made me think this is this is the right approach for me. This is the person I want to work with. Um, and that's yeah. So if, if anyone's thinking, oh, I wonder what it is actually like. Um, to work with Kerry it's it's how you probably would imagine it to be it's really really positive so supportive um yeah I have absolutely zero regrets in fact the only thing I might regret a smidgen is maybe that you know not getting in touch a little bit sooner um yeah, I hear that all the time I, I probably got to my point of feeling like I had enough for a little while before I got in touch so I feel like actually in hindsight um yeah I it maybe when I got to that point of no I really I really have had um enough now um I could have got in touch then but yeah everything worked out and yeah I've got absolutely no regrets and it yeah it was so wonderful working with you so wonderful oh, Sammy, I'm so happy to hear that and it goes it's my life is always about that balance like yeah it works both ways I always get to the end of my working week and I'm always like, I honestly work with such lovely people. But the time we're working together, I always feel, we should have said in the beginning, we had a two-week service. So we were in contact, pretty much contact for those two weeks, two and a half weeks we were working together. I yeah. honestly, I only work with four families per week, which actually sounds quite a lot, but it isn't really. If you yeah. Know, I always, yeah. No, when you think about the amount of time and support um, that that we receive, it, it's um, yeah, I can imagine it's it's quite time consuming. <laughs> it is very time consuming. I need another me or another we. But yeah. I, what I see you as my work colleagues for that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. fun. Like, we it's really like sleep deprivation. I always wanted when I had that intention of doing something. I always wanted to bring the lighter side to it because. Yeah. Sleep deprivation, it is a serious matter. It really is. And that even saying that just makes me want to have a giggle. Yeah, absolutely. It packs everything. And I do take that very seriously. I think in general, whilst you're going through it, I think it's really important to just look at the lighter side of life. I think Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it can be hard when you're absolutely exhausted and, and you're struggling with with sleep sort of day in, day out. But um yeah it was so nice to have I really looked forward to our chats and it was nice to sort of share um something positive that day of oh you know managed this that night or she managed this or and um, this is where we're at now and you always made us feel like it was a huge accomplishment um you know it like, is a huge yeah, it is. 
um but it felt so it felt so good for to sort of get that kind of yeah you know wow that was you managed that really well or that has gone really well that's you know that's how I would hope it would be or etc etc and it really does keep you on the right track it really is like having a a sleep cheerleader (laughs) you need that positive when you're coaching as well yeah yeah I couldn't somebody wasn't and I don't think you can fake that enthusiasm or that genuine interest no, in people because no. people can see through it I've definitely worked not with um like ones with like on the seat side of it but like business coaching or other coaches I've used like you can tell when someone's in it yeah in a rush. Again, I am not perfect I sometimes I'm in a rush I'm running late things happen we're human yeah um, of course. I think people can tell when you're not genuine or your heart's not in it yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's what that's what drew me to to you and to carry it out anyway, because I just I, yeah, you do come across so genuine <laughs> and you are um, really, really, uh, really genuinely lovely and genuinely supportive. Um, yeah, it's been really, really, really Thank lovely. You. That's <laughs> all I ever want to hear from families. Not that. That sounds very egotistical. <laughs> you getting more sleep like you. We. Yeah. And actually, when we sign off, I always get sign off day makes me sad. So I sign off on a Monday and a Friday and I can often be found crying on those days. It's pathetic. I've letting go issues because I'm really happy that you've made improvements and you don't need to stay on a sleep service. But then I always get really sad because speaking to you every day. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. It's weird because by the time you get to that, the end of the two weeks, you feel like you know somebody. Yeah. It's really weird. Absolutely. I've got a continuous turnover of colleagues. Yeah, I felt the same way, <laughs> which is why I'm back now. <laughs> it's good because I never get bored. <laughs> never get bored. Sammy, thank you so much for coming on. I had intended this to be a real short, to the point, really catchy. I, I knew it wouldn't be. That was too much of a name. <laughs> no, but I think everything we've covered, I don't think we've waffled. I think everything we've covered. Um, not quite sure and just I know you haven't had a chance to go through questions for me maybe you have to come back again Sammy yeah maybe we'll do another one part two what it's like to be a seat consultant but I think it it works both ways like it's really important for me that families are confident that um we're on the same seat page I'm the seat supporter for them they've got like natural to feel at prince where they've got confidence it's the best approach for them and it works the other way I will only you we've been through the process now but I will only book a family onto a paid sleep service if a you this bill is probably very memorable to you if a that you need it you need a consultation you actually need a sleep consultant some families just need a little bit of reassurance and they're on their way you don't need to pay me a huge amount of money to get that and also that I'm quite that we can work together to move forward but I definitely always see I never see that it's me working with you it would where it's always about a team and there's usually three or four of us in the team families maybe or me and we all we all play our part definitely a team effort for sure if you had one last tip um for anybody that was thinking about a sleep it doesn't I think my biggest tip um, to anyone who's considering um, a sleep service or, or working with you is probably if you've got to that point where you just feel like I can't do this anymore sleep is the lack of sleep is really impacting our family life and it's really impacting um my how I feel that I'm able to kind of parent and and enjoy my baby when you've got to that point of feeling like actually I really I really do need some help I feel like the the biggest tip I could give just do do away with that that feeling of any shame or feeling like or any shoulds you know I should be able to get my baby to sleep better by myself or, or anything like that just completely do away with that um and just pluck up the courage to ask for support there's nothing wrong with asking for help nothing wrong with ask, asking for support it's been one of the best things I've done one of the best decisions I've made when I really got to that point that I needed I needed support and it's really changed sleep and family life for us so yeah, I guess my biggest tip is is when if you've got to that point, just bite the bullet. 
bite the bullet and and go for it and yeah just trust that actually you are an incredible parent and you're not doing anything wrong and actually by saying that you need some support and getting ready to make some changes with with some help um you're absolutely doing the right thing for you and your baby and your family yeah oh that's amazing and actually one last thing I would like there's always one last thing one last thing (laughs) Um, but what I would like to add to that is there are lots of different sleep consultants out there all with very different approaches and I'm not going to get into that whole fed barney of what's right and what's wrong my stance on this would always be if it's working for you all as well it's about finding something that works for you and actually this might be a whole other show that I do like five tips to help you use the best sleep consultant for you um don't be afraid to ask I want parents to ask me questions to make sure of all of those things whoever you are looking into I hope it this resonates with me and you're interested in working with me I also if I'm not I want you to find something that works for you so whoever you are looking into make sure that you are completely happy read their resource don't just go in and go online and book straight away take it's hard to take a little bit of time to read through their approach if you've got any questions ask questions really good sleep consultant always be happy to answer any questions you are never a nuisance and they'll be happy to answer them and even get on a quick chat with you sometimes I initiate a quick chat sometimes the parent asks me that I would always be put off if somebody wouldn't have that chat with you or answer those questions and it's always okay to really you know what is your approach where do you stand on this like really make sure that that person is best you i think it's really important and most importantly follow that gut your gut is good well mine isn't good at the moment but it is good my instinct has never failed me yeah definitely trust your gut trust your gut so important oh sammy i don't want to say goodbye i know i feel like i could talk for like another hour hour after that hour after that <laughs> but I yeah to the point that i've been very busy today i did a live with um from the baby sleep shop earlier uh, and we were talking about togs and sleepwear and summer which was ironic because it was absolutely teeming with rain yeah. today, <laughs> afford. Um, so i am a little bit talked out today and i've had a morning sleep session <laughs> with um clients so i am going to ha- go and have a cup of tea well-earned break and sure. actually i'm talking again tonight i've got my business <laughs> Um, it's non-stop it's non-stop but you know what I wouldn't have it any other way but thank you so much one for I think I sound really dicky when I say this but I think it's always an honour to be chosen someone takes a picture putting so much trust not only just your trust your baby and their well-being with me Um, and I will never take that for granted so thank you so much for choosing care it out and thank you so much for all your support even before we work together Sammy (laughs) been very very supportive always very grateful and and yeah thank you for agreeing to come on to onto the show and talk about your experience because it's such a private thing you Um, are so welcome so welcome I really 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 enjoyed it I really enjoy talking to you (laughs) thank you so much for listening to me your host Kerry Secker on the Carrot Out Sleep Show I really hope you found the podcast reassuring, informative and a little bit fun. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe to the show below and I'd be so grateful if you could leave me some fabulous feedback. I always love hearing from you and one lucky listener will win lifetime access to my Bedtime Basics e-course every single month. My next podcast episode will be out in two weeks time but if you can't wait for more of my sleep shizzle you can find me over on Instagram at carrotoutsleepconsultant. I update my sleep squares and speak sleep there on the daily. Big love and sleep solidarity to you all.